as we are underway from the Champion Soccer Stadium. First time into the box, it's a great ball, and Moltsin! Oh, it's a world-class goal from Orange County. Chablo, Chablo will have a go off the deflection, and it finds its way in. Selmo shooting from the corner, he put it in! And there will be no second opportunity as Andre Rawls shuts it down. This ball finds the top left corner, and Orange County has struck again. Past Hashimoto, Segbert shooting, scoring! Escalante sits on it, and Rawls somehow was ready. And I fight. And I fight over the top, and it down, it's in! Orange County equalizes! What a debut! Not only for the stadium, but for Sola Abalaji! Are you ready, Orange County? This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. Follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast and on Facebook at Orange and Black SoccerCast. All right, so we are now live on our broadcast on our website, orangeandblacksoccercast.com. We are live here from Knollwoods in Irvine, just across the freeway from the Great Park, where tonight your Orange County Soccer Club will be facing Reno 1868 FC. The opposing so fans good. are always a lot louder than, uh, than we are. So, Let's give a big shout out to County Line Coalition. <laughs> Woo! We have some excitement going on here. So uh, to give you guys an idea of what's going to go on, we're going to just sort of talk a little bit about these two teams heading up to the match tonight. Uh, We're also going to talk a little bit of some of the uh, outcomes that have happened yesterday and today. Some uh, favorable, well, one of them is a favorable outcome for Orange County if they can win out. Uh, For those of you that didn't know, FC Cincinnati lost, which means if Orange County makes it to the final, the USL finals will be right here in Orange County on November 8th. I think no, so, yeah. I think so. But that's it, all contingent on Orange it's a Thursday, winning out. But that's two games away. Nine? Eight. He was holding eight. up an eight. Okay. That was Andy, our, our favorite guy. I'm By the way, the Andy, we've got a, uh, I've got a fellow yeah, Tottenham stupid. supporter up here with me. So we'll just talk Tottenham for about 15 minutes if you'd like, and then we can move on. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, everyone. Andy hates Tottenham, hates anything USL. Yeah, anything not USL, he, do- he doesn't care about. Uh, so when we're here doing that, so Gotta support your local, you know, <laughs> so local, a, nothing else. Thank you to all of the people that are joining us or listening to us on the live broadcast. Uh, for those of you that are listening, we will be releasing this in podcast form right when we finish here before you head out the stadium. So you can listen to it again if you want to, uh, or if you catch us midway through, you'll be able to listen to it. Oh, I, we've heard a couple of voices here. For those of you who weren't here last week, I'll introduce. Uh, well, for those of you who listen to our podcast each and every week. We've, we've got our co-host, but before we do that, I guess i got to say who I am. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. It's probably the best thing. I'm Ray Samora. I am the host of the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, and I'm on each and every episode while we talk Orange County Soccer Club. Dylan is my co-host, who's also with me each and every episode. Dylan, how are you doing today? I'm great. Uh, Cincinnati lost, and I can see the World Series, so, you know, it's going pretty well. What's the World Series? That other sport that sometimes I watch. Sports ball indeed, Andy. <laughs> Sports ball indeed. Well, I just got to add this. I know we're in Orange County, but how many Dodger fans do we have in here? One hand. Put raised. your hands down. No one cares. The, you, the Dodger fan doesn't even want to make noise because they're afraid of getting jumped by all the angel Nobody's fans. How many angel fans do we have in here? 
No one cares. Support Orange County, right? You couldn't even make 500. Your team's run by an idiot. Wow. As you can, I know I, I saw you could hear that on our podcast here on our, on our live broadcast. It's a wonderful chant whenever we face Orange County or face LA, LA teams. Yeah. yeah. So we're clear I'm a Red Sox fan, so. Uh, yeah, add Dylan, me, everyone. yeah, whatever. <laughs> Other voice we have up here, we've got Cameron, who is from LA Soccer Nation. He joined us here last week. He decided to, to come on back out here with us and talk more I soccer was, with I us. Was, I was pleading with you, like, get me back on the show, Cameron. <laughs> well, we're no, glad we could have you no, back, Cameron. I, yeah, but it's great to be back. Great to be back to talk about Orange County soccer. It's been uh, more than a minute. <laughs> oh, My and, job feels threatened. <laughs> and uh, we got a great surprise for you today. We, we're actually, uh, in about a minute or so, we're going to get GM of Orange County Soccer Club, Oliver Weiss, on the phone. Weiss. Weiss. Yeah, I got to get it right. Weiss. Yes. Oliver get it. Weiss. All, even your clarifications, you still got it wrong. We'll make sure we get it right when he comes <laughs> on here. Have Oliver Cameron. Weiss. Introduce yes, him. we'll have Cameron do it. Uh, we're going to get him on the on the phone here in just about a minute. He's going to discuss some of the great things that have been happening with the club. Uh, we've had some great signings or re-signings of players. They're going to be back next season. Uh, the coach, uh, Braden Cloutier, Aiden Quinn, Michael Seaton, and I think we're going to probably hear more in the next uh, week or two, hopefully. That'd be awesome to, to hear. Uh, really quick, let's go over to Dylan and you and Cameron figure this out. Who wants to go first? Uh, give us your quick thoughts on this matchup against the guys from, I don't know, what freeway do you go up to get to Reno? 395. 395, I guess. Is that the right freeway? Reno, Reno. What do you call people from Reno? The, the kid who clearly cannot drive. Renoites. That it's the right freeway. <laughs> the Renoites. So, Renoites, yes. <laughs> so let's go, uh, Cameron, who, Dylan, who wants to go first on uh, discussing their thoughts on this match? Uh, We're going to play rock, paper, scissors. We go on three. Rock, One, two, paper, scissors. Three. All right, so I guess I go first. Um, what were we talking about again? Thoughts on this match. Thoughts on this match. I'm horrified. I am so scared. I've been, I've been a mess all week, but uh, I think we saw something a little bit kind of special last week, and we saw a team really show up in the playoffs. I mean, if there was one team I, I didn't want to play against, like I was content with playing St. Louis because obviously they're the eighth seed, but then it's just Reno. They always play as well. And I think there's a there's something special on the line. I think especially we talked about this earlier about Jerry Van Abike and Duke coming back. So it's almost like even though they didn't really play well against us here at home at the beginning of the season, I think, I think they want to have a better game considering it's sort of like a homecoming part duh, in the playoffs. So it's just I would have, I would have rather played the Monarchs. But I guess when you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. So it's just another... Another team in the path. Yeah, we're not getting uh, England's run through the World Cup where we're just going to play the lesser teams throughout the entire way and still make it to the semi. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, the Western Conference is strong, and you know, if we were gonna if we're gonna beat Reno, we got to beat Phoenix as well. So it's just that's not going to be easy either. All right, so gentlemen, uh, I hate to cut you off there, but we do have an important person here on the phone with us, uh, and that is the GM of your Orange County Soccer Club. Oliver Vies. Oliver, welcome to the Orange Black Soccer Cast. Hey, thanks for having me. Great to be on. An excellent job you guys are doing here. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking a, a few minutes out of your day to come join us. Uh, we got some fans here at Knollwoods that are probably interested in hearing what you might have to say uh, regarding the club. First, let's just sort of ask you, uh, at the beginning of the season, you know, you, you, you set up this team, I think, with hopes of getting to the playoffs. 
do you uh, did you believe at that time that this is where the club would be uh, in late October? Look, if you would ask anybody on the coaching staff and in the front office, we're not surprised that we're in the position we're in. But obviously, it's been a historic season, and that we could have mapped it out like this, of course, is always the goal. But the reality is, everybody has worked really, really hard from day one. You know, our coaching staff and the entire technical staff has profiled players. You know, the way we wanted to play this year. Obviously, our head coach Braden Clotier, who has led our coaching staff and our team on the field, has done an incredible job coming, getting that point across, and, and making sure you know we're playing the style over 34 games and carrying that into the playoffs. So, are we surprised? No. But uh, do we want to stop here? No, absolutely not. We want to go on for our quest to win the first USL Cup for Orange County. Oliver, this is Cameron from Illinois Soccer Nation. Talked to you many a time last season. When, no, when, you, when you signed Aiden Quinn to a multi-year deal, like not, o- not only is that massive for the club in terms of continuity and stuff like that, but it's how, how, do you, how important do you think it is for the fans as well to you know, see consistent faces year in, year out in the pitch? Because, I mean, of course, you and I both know that the USL is a league with a lot of turnover. And so how important is it for the fans to be able to see the same faces season after season without having to, without having to guess who's going to be on the club next season? No, it's obviously a massive aspect. And look, everything started with our coach. We wanted to make sure that our coach, we signed him to a multi-year extension as well because Braden is fully aligned with the goals of the organization and he's a winner on and off the field and he sets the tone. Obviously, one of his first players he wanted to bring in to get his style across was Aiden Quinn, right? And obviously Christian Duke. Uh, Christian Duke is obviously a long-term contract, so he was already here regardless. And Aiden, you know, we wanted to bring back because he's exactly what we want. You know, our motor, the club is a little bit relentless and ruthless, and Aiden is a winner. He's competitive. He wants to win every game in practice. He wants to win every game on the field. He's played every single second this year. He's having an MVP-like season, and we wanted to bring him back, and he wanted to be here, and that was very important. You know, if he has the opportunity later on to go to the MLS again, which he definitely has the quality, hey, good for him. But he's committed to this organization. He wants to be here. And we want to build around him, as we did with Michael Seaton, who's obviously a little bit younger. He's 22. He's an absolute beast. And we want to build on him. And the plan is to build probably to 10 to 12 players from this year's successful team and carry on continuity for our fans, for our team, for our style of play, and something really we can build the community around. I mean- Fans, fans will be able. To, fans will now be able to get an Aiden Quinn name set. He's still. He's <laughs> gonna be here next season. The year after that, so they can guarantee themselves they can get his name on his kit. Yeah, look, I, I, I fully agree. I think you understand. This year, we we have done a lot with the players. Like I said, it's our first full year in the new stadium, so we focused very heavily on the team. Obviously, again, we started that way early in preseason between our technical director Franz Hook along with Braden. In our head scout, Pete Nugent, we've profiled players. We wanted them to fit a certain style of play. We wanted them to have a certain characteristic. We wanted them to be winners. We wanted to have a good mentality. And I think it shows we have won many, many games, uh, even though we've been down a goal or so. The mentality of the team has been great. It's been relentless, and we want to continue that. So I think carrying that into many years to come is going to be an essential part of us building a championship and a winning culture here at Orange County Soccer Club. Oliver, you mentioned a, uh, an MVP in Aiden Quinn. Do you have a, a player that you are most, uh, most proud of or most proud of their results this season? 
Well, you know, I will tell you this. Ultimately, it's always about the team. No, no, we're, not, we're not too keen on individual players. I think, obviously, look, but it's just by stats. You know, Aiden has had an incredible season, right? Uh, with a double-double, obviously, in scoring and in assists. You know, Thomas Edwardson had a, by scoring 20 goals, you know, had an incredible, you know, season and has played every single minute as well, too. But I think our MVP is actually our team. You know, it's, if it's a player like Ami Pineda, who only played a few minutes but came in in the last playoff game and did his job, or is it Aiden who's played the entire season every single second? For the MVP is not a single, but it's a tribute to the coaching staff and the entire team and every single player who believes 100% of what we want to accomplish here. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we're on, uh, are on the phone. We have Oliver uh, Vies of Orange County Soccer Club, the general manager. And uh, Oliver, a uh, question for you, uh, because I think we've seen some great growth in the fan base here uh, in Orange County. We've got a, a lot of f- local fans that want to support a local team, uh, and they're proud to call Orange County their team. Uh, what is uh, what is the front office seen as far as just the fan growth this season uh, at the stadium, ticket sales, and whatnot? Look, we have increased every everything we could have only imagined for. Of course, we would like to have even more fans at our stadium, but I think that's just part of the progress and the growth of our organization. We also obviously are bringing in local talents from Orange County, right? That players and the families and the fans can identify themselves with. They've grown up within a few miles of the stadium, mix them with some great international players that can also teach these players. And the fans at the end of the day have been incredible. I mean, they have been from game, from game one to all the way to now to this Western Conference semifinals. It's the fans that drives the team and we want to build it along with them. So, very, very proud of the fans. Want to give a big shout-out to all the fans. And, of course, we want to keep on building that. But they have been an incredible part of the success of our team this year. Oliver, I got a question for you about tonight's match. Reno has only lost one game in their last ten. Reno always play Orange County well. And this, this to me, is a bogey match because it's just there's, – there's nothing to separate both teams. I mean, of course – Orange County won the Western Conference. It's a massive achievement compared to last season. What, what are some of your keys to the game? I mean, if Orange County beats Reno, they're going to have to play Phoenix as well. It's another tough game. But what are, what, are, what are some areas you think that Orange County needs to do well tonight to secure another win? Well, I, look, I think first and foremost, this is going to be a back-and-forth game tonight. Reno commits a lot of players forward, so we've got to make sure we discipline on both sides on the ball. But at the end of the day, they're coming now in our field. Look, we played them in our last regular season game, and that game actually came at an ideal time. We needed to kind of be humbled again, uh, get focused again. We had obviously a winning streak of five or six games to close our season. We went to Reno. We got a, you know, we lost 3-1. Deservingly, we lost. They were the better team. But we learned from that game. You know, we analyzed the game. The coaching staff did an incredible job preparing it. And it's going to be a fun game tonight. And look, at the end of the day, I think the difference tonight is going to make one or two plays. And our players are focused. They have been focused all week. And, and we will come off victorious tonight. But trust me, it's going to be a fun, fun game for all the fans to watch. Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely hope it'll be a fun game, Oliver. I think uh, 80% of the fans here at Knollwoods are, or 85% are Orange County fans. So I'm sure they're hoping for a great <laughs> victory for Orange County tonight. We do got a few Reno fans in here. Hopefully... <laughs> 
Hopefully they have, they've, they've been a little scared hearing from you on that. Oliver, we want to let you go because we know you guys got a lot uh, to prepare for the match tonight. So uh, I, I want to thank you for taking a, a few minutes out of your day, game day here to join the Orange and Black Soccer cast. And uh, ho hopefully Orange County is able to put out a good performance tonight and become, uh, be victorious. Hey, Ray, thanks again for having me, guys. Listen, you guys done an incredible job. You're part of our organization, every single fan. So thanks again. Thanks for having me on. And go Orange County. We'll look forward to seeing you at the stadium in a little bit. Awesome. Thank you very much. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that was Oliver Viss. Uh, Viss. <laughs> Got to get that right. Um, <laughs> hey, you, you know that I'm always uh, messing uh, words up here and there, uh, Andy. So it's my thing. It's what I do. Uh, but no, uh, we appreciate him taking time to, to speak with us uh, as we head into this match tonight and helping uh, let everyone know what's going on with Orange County. Uh, let's, let's do this, because we do have a few Reno fans in here. Um, I'm going to start with you, Cameron. What scares you most about Reno tonight? They're a good team. Simple as They're a good team. It's just Reno always play well against us. And... I mean, losing last match 3-0 or 3-1, like, that doesn't bode well. I mean, Reno's solid from back to front. I mean, from last season, they're still consistent. I mean, it's going to be a gritty affair. I think there's, we're going to expect some goals. And frankly, I'm stressing. <laughs> what about you, Dylan? I mean, honestly, Matt Brasano scares me the most. The kid's been playing out of his skin for like a what, a month, month and a half or something? And seeing the saves that he came up with in Salt Lake last weekend were very impressive, is what the, the G-rated term I'll use there. Um, so <laughs> if he's not having this, like, out-of-worldly experience that, or out-of-worldly performance that he's been having for the last month, I think we'll, we'll be just fine. But he doesn't look like he's going to let up. So that's what, that's what scares me the most. The biggest thing that scares me is I'm just wondering if uh, that last game of the regular season is stuck in the Orange County fan, uh, Orange County player heads uh, that maybe Reno's a little bit more difficult to get by and they can't somehow uh, climb over that mountain. Well, I mean, what Oliver says that they, they need to be humbled. I think. Oh, I think that was that, a very that, humbling that, game. That was that was a fairly humbling match. But I think we found difficulties against St. Louis until the red card happened, and so. I mean, during training, they, prob they, they probably got what they needed to get sorted out, sorted out. But, you know, they can't, they can't take the foot off the gas pedal. I mean, of course, home field advantage is always key. But I think if they understand that this needs, like, we cannot get ahead of ourselves, then I think they can win the match. But this, this, is, this, is, this has a high score written all over it. Well, this is, this is one of those matches, too. You look at it... Um you know, Orange County has a lot of experience uh, in big matches. We talked about it. Uh, coach, the coach, Braden Cloutier, talked about it at the end of last match that some of these players that are on the roster for Orange County were brought in specifically for playoff soccer. Uh, you know, Yoish Hovell was brought over with a, a goal to manage his minutes throughout the regular season. And then once we come to the playoffs, you have this experienced player that can get out there. Well, he played for Southampton when they got promoted, I think. Well, yes, yes. Well, he was a teammate at Chaplos for a while. So, I mean, you get that top-level experience in there, the, the, the calming influence. 
as <laughs> the, the trite phrase says. I love you know? that. I love that phrase. Me and Dylan are a little bit uh, chuckling here because we almost always feel like you're 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 in for one random like swipe at the leg that Yosh does in a match. Hopefully not in the playoffs. Well, but the thing is, it was just like you bring like you bring a player like that. Like, oh, they're supposed to calm everyone down. This is some sort of like psychotherapist. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. It's like calm down. It's just a big game. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Like. It's like when we talk when we talk about that, they're just like, yeah, that's sort of like what it's expected of them. But no, like, you look at Hoveld or Hoyveld, you know, yeah, it's one swipe away from a card or a sending off. Like, good. Now I can't be made. I, I can't be made fun of for messing up a name because we got Hoveld. Well, we've been doing it for months, so we've been doing it <laughs> since June. Um, yes, he's all looked the time. a lot better the last, I'd say, three four appearances. He's he made. has. He hasn't been doing any. Reckless challenges. He's been marking players on set pieces, and those were really the two things that burned us uh, multiple times on the season. So he's shown a lot of improvement going forward um, throughout the season. But I mean, beyond that, I think we've been overlooking, and I am definitely guilty of this. We've been overlooking Kevin Alston so so much this season. He's the steady, quiet force behind some solid defense. He's so unassuming and he's getting forward. I mean, he, he bagged an assist last week and he's probably bagged more throughout the season. He's always there. He's always tracking back. He's always moving forward. He's always getting to space. And and his impact coming in for Oscar Torto in June has been probably the biggest contribution for this team. He is someone that could probably pretty easily be going back up to the MLS after this season. I, I think there was an article on uslsoccer.com uh, this week that talked about, A, the great play that Kevin Austin has had for Orange County, and his ambition is to get back into MLS. I know he's, I think, what, he's like 30, 30 years old he's or 30 so. right on the dot. So, uh, you know, this is the point now in his career where if he's going to get back into MLS, this is where he has to do it. And I think with the performances he's been having with Orange County, he's definitely probably caught the eye of some teams up there in MLS. Uh, as an Orange County fan, I would love to be able to see them be able to maybe lock him down as well. Uh, but it's, know, the, it's the nature of the game. You're realistic. I mean, these players want to play in MLS. I mean, yeah, I get his that. ambition is higher, and so we, we don't deserve to hold him back. He deserves to go out on top here. Like even what Oliver said, like yeah, Aiden Quinn signed a multi-year deal, but that's not to say that he, won't he goes back to the he goes back to the MLS halfway into his deal. And so it's it's like yeah, we continuity is great, and we're gonna get that in the f- next few in the next few seasons. But it's just you know if. A, Orange County can't hold back anyone from wanting to go to the MLS. Like, I mean, of course, you have LAFC, that's the affiliate, affiliate team. And so LAFC can come knock on the door and say, hey, we want such and such player. We want Allstead. We want Quinn. Orange County would be like, all right, you know, let him have his dream. I don't know if it's going to be that easy, but... Yeah, if they've got the rights, it's pretty much right in their, uh, in their territory to do so. Yeah. So thankfully, Hopefully I don't not. think they Fingers have the crossed. rights they for They don't have the rights, but the thing is, they are, uh, the thing is uh, that's not going to stop a player from wanting to make the move. Oh, no, 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 no. I get it. I get yeah. it. As an Orange County fan, I'd love to see all these players that we have on the roster this year. I'd like to, well, I'd like to see most of them back uh, for three, four years, right? But realistically, we're going to have some of these players that are going to either have some ambitions going to MLS or other places in the world or, you know, with R- Richard Chaplow in that, uh, that category of retiring. I mean, Yosh Hoyveld's 35, so I don't know if he has many years left uh, in, his, in his tank. But, you know, it's a way to retire in the sun and not, and sun and not get seasonal affective disorder. Well, yeah, you get, get, <laughs> who wouldn't want to come to Southern California for their last, you know, couple years and play in Division Two USL soccer? And get tan. Nothing against USL soccer, but, you know, when you're comparing it to like Premier League, Eredivisie, World Cup, uh, you know whatnot, it's sort of 
I guess I, I don't want to. Maybe you got to fight off the Euro snobs. The, the Florida, you got, you the Florida go like, of soccer. You got to go like 300 Spartan style through them, like. <laughs> you know, you gotta yeah. like roll. No, through. we are definitely like the snowboard location for for retirees, and that's fine. Our retirees, or you know, our older players have been pretty solid. I, for I, I'll the take them. Year, so I'll take I'll I'm take a year or two. I'll take a year or two of of a like a Richard Chaplow or Yoshoi Vell or these players that are at the the tail end of their career. I'll take a year or two of them uh, rather than I don't mind the Euro them going guys. somewhere else, right? Um, so for those of you here at Knollwoods uh, that have joined us for our live broadcast slash recording, thank you for coming on out. For those of you here at Knollwoods and have no idea who these random three guys that are talking on the microphone, we are from the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. Uh, we are here pre, uh, previewing the match tonight at uh, Championship Soccer Stadium, which is just across the freeway here as your Orange County Soccer Club are hosting Reno 1868 in the second round of the USL playoffs. If you have nothing going on tonight, you want to head out to a nice affordable playoff match head on across uh, the freeway here on Sand Canyon to the Great Park. Head over to the stadium, purchase some tickets. It'll be a great, fantastic match. Reno 1868 is a tough match for Orange County. Uh, I think the three of us were talking before this match started. This is the team we didn't want to see in the playoffs. Um, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Yeah, I mean, and I Reno is one of the best. So yes. what do you have to do with it? So what I want to do is I want to sort of open up an opportunity because we do have a few Reno fans here. We have uh, a a little bit more maybe Orange County fans here or maybe out in the patio, wherever they may be. Only slight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no idea where half of them went. But I want to sort of open up the opportunity. If we have someone that wants to represent Reno and someone that wants to represent Orange County to come up and give your best, you know, uh, trash talk to the other team. Well, Although, Cap let Captain you know. Chaos just chugged down the last of his beer <laughs> and everyone at the table is pointing at him. To come Captain, serve some trash talk. We, we, call, we call this contrived banter. Captain Chaos is a Reno fan, I believe. It looks like he's got a Reno jersey on. His jersey says Captain Chaos in the back. He's got some Reno socks on, so he's, he's yeah, doing he's, the me thing. He's hardcore. Uh, so if, if, if you want to represent your Reno fans, you know, just know we are on a live broadcast and we try and stay family friendly here. Unless your name is Andy, in which case you do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, Andy somehow likes to drop uh, random words out here. And now you've said it twice. So, Cameron, if you want to hand this mic on over to Mr. Captain Chaos over here. And uh, your, your mic is not live yet, but I want to uh, do this. Uh, Mr. Captain Chaos, if that's what you want us to call you, or if you, if you have a, a, a legal name. Oh, DJ Captain. So are you an actual DJ? You can get on the mic. No, but... You just like to go by... You like, you like to pretend you're a DJ and get all that attention. He feels threatened because exactly, that's exactly. what he does. Uh, get all the girls that way, obviously. <laughs> so free, free Vegas clubs and all that, too. DJ Captain Chaos is here in his Reno 1868 FC shirt. He was hanging out at this table. We got five Reno 1868 fans here hanging out with us for our pregame broadcast. And by the way, Orange County fans, they've been louder than the rest of you this whole broadcast. I'm sorry, Andy. We have to be honest. We have to be honest. St. Louis fans were louder last week, and they had to travel all the way from St. Louis out here. Now we got Reno fans here. All yeah, right. But there's nothing good in St. Louis. That's why they had to come out here. I guess so. There's meth. <laughs> there's plenty of meth. Yeah, we have plenty of that as we well. Learned that so. from, we learned that from Mr. Phil Grooms of STL Soccer Report. He let us know about uh, that. Uh, that whole conversation just got that into... That was amazing. And I then tragic. who else were we with that was like excited to claim, oh, we also have Carson. meth. No, no, it was uh, the guy from Memphis. Oh, yes. Uh, all right, we got, we got Cap DJ Captain Chaos up here, and he's just standing up here listening to talk about random stuff. We've got about four minutes before uh, people are going to start wanting to head over to the same. So DJ Captain Chaos, give us, you have about a minute. Give us your best Reno 1868 FC banter uh, to let these Orange County fans know why you think your team's going to come out victorious today. 
So I'm obviously bad at bantering and all that. We don't have our best people here for that. But, uh, you know, family show, but I'll still say uh, in goal, uh, Rawls is not going to have any balls tonight. And uh, you know what? Reno is going to give it to you guys. We're going to score at least three in the back of the onion bag. Bersano, Superman recently, he's not going to give up. It's going to be a shutout. The way that we dominate you guys now, ever since you beat us in our first ever game, you guys have not beaten us. And you get, you're lucky if you can even score two goals. Ooh, we're lucky. But one, one will be a push today. Uh, the way, the way it's been looking like, we might have more goals in the back of the net than fans in the stadium. Uh, <laughs> wow, that, that's and, awesome. And, you know, $9 tickets aren't selling that, that well because everybody's at the World Series cheering for a team that doesn't matter. Oh, that's L.A. We don't care about L.A. <laughs> so, no, I, I have to let you know really quick, DJ You're Captain good. Chaos. Um, we ha- I don't know if you guys are familiar with John Macaluso. Yes, he, he hosts the podcast for Reno 1868, the 1868 Weekly. He was on our podcast on Wednesday. Well, we released it on Thursday. And his, uh, he, he, he had a slip of his mind, and he called Andre Rawls. He called him Andre Walls. So I think in his mind, he thinks Andre's going to stop everything because he's going to be a wall out there. But uh, no, no, no. Everyone, give a, give a round of applause. <laughs> give a round of applause for DJ Captain Chaos representing the 18, Reno 1868 FC fans. That made it all the way down here to Orange County. Now, I have to ask, is there an Orange County fan that wants to come up and uh, give their best? There's some of you in here. I see Matt. I see Andy. And they're all just sort of like, uh... They're like, uh... Oh, oh, look at that. There yes. we go. There we go. It's coming. The podcast debut. Matt Elder. We, we, just so you guys all know is we've been trying to get Matt on our podcast since we started this thing. Uh, and this is going to be the first chance... Uh, people outside of Counterline Coalition are going to probably hear his voice. Welcome to the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, Matt. Thank you for having me. Oh, wait, let me get you live, I guess, huh? Wait, let me see your microphone. I think the mic got turned off. Yeah, I muted it. Oh, he muted it. See, look, he didn't want to hear you. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what a Reno thing to do to mute the microphone before the All next right. guy comes up. Testing, can you hear me now? You're on. So you ruined my intro of Matt of County Line yeah, Coalition. Yeah, that's why our challengers aren't here yet. Um, <laughs> so Matt, give give these Reno fans a piece of your week. mind uh, as to you got like a minute or two. Give your give the Reno fans uh, a piece of mind of why Orange County is going to win tonight. It's pretty simple. Um, we've pretty sure we've scored the most goals in the West. We had the best goal difference in the West. We're first place in the West. We're now the best remaining team in the playoffs. I, it's pretty hard to argue with those numbers. I mean, uh, we have how many? Tro- how many? How long have you guys been a team? Okay. <laughs> Just, yeah, I mean, you guys are talking yeah, trash about this year. I mean, you guys have been around for two years. It's real cute, but you know, <laughs> you guys got to earn your stripes. You know, you guys, you guys have been a decent team. You guys, have, you know, you guys have been a decent team. Better but, than Vegas. You got to have something you know, to do when there's no snow. This is this is our year now, and uh, we, we've been we've been doing this for a little for a little while longer than you guys have. So, uh, you know, we've we've had some experience. You know, we've had some losses, some tough ones, and uh, I think this is going to be the year where we just we keep it going. So, this is just the current team in our way, but you know, Reno, we'll sweep you guys aside, and we'll look forward to next week. So. I think Andy has something to yell. Ooh. That too. Well, and here I'll say this, right? 
Oh, let me meet the right person here. Let me say this is uh, at least our team is, I guess, notor, notor, notice, notoriable. Have, has notoriety. Has no, notoriety. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Andy's Jeez. looking at me every single episode, right? At least someone wants to hack our Twitter. I don't think anyone wants to hack the Reno1868 FC Twitter. So at least we have enough uh, clout that they want to get well, onto our Twitter. Well, no, Reno1868, like my Twitter post, like back at noon, and like little do they know, I'm like, I'm actually wanting you guys to lose, but thank you for the plug. Thank there we you. go. Yeah, yes. <laughs> All right, let's do this because I know it's, it's, it's now 6 o'clock. People want to start heading out to the stadium. So I want to go one by one here. Uh, I know Dylan and I have already made sort of our, our predictions for this match, but we can change it if we'd like. But I want to start off with Cameron because we haven't heard from you on what your thoughts are. Uh, final score of the match, who's going to be the key for, for, the, for either team? Well, I think the key for Orange County is Michael Seaton. I think if he has a good game, he can get in behind the defense and cause, you know, Reno havoc. If he gets if he gets a goal or two, then I think that Orange County's more than capable of winning the match. But it's tough to separate it. I mean, we're first in the West, and I think mean, Reno's still good. I think it could be two-two. I'm gonna say it's penalties. Orange County make it out on penalties. Andre Walls is gonna stop all those balls and penalties, right? Andre, oh, I like that rhyme. Andre Walls is going to stop some balls, you know? There we go. There's a new chant right there, right, folks? No, I'm just right. Uh, so 2-2, final score, but we're going to win in penalties is what Cameron has to say. Dylan, uh, I know we heard your prediction on the last episode. Do you have any changes to it? or? No, I mean, I really think this game really comes down to the kind of the guys from Spanish Town, Jamaica. It's going to be Michael Seaton and Brenton Griffiths and uh, back for, uh, for Reno. And kind of depending on who does better there, I think that's the way that the game's going to go. Um, I'm too scared to give a score prediction. Oh, come on. I can feel the stress come like pointing my So if anyone has any like Xanax or something, please. Well, you almost please. got your prediction right last week, Kevin. I did. Last week we were here and I predicted four Orange two. County would what's up? You went 4-2. Four, 4-2. Four four Orange County wouldn't 4-2. Uh, unfortunately, St. Louis didn't score any goals. Uh, but I did get the four goals in and the funny thing is Matt from the St. Louis said there's no way Orange County scores four goals on St. Louis and yet they did. So here we go. Listen, listen to this. Here's, here, I'm willing to give a score. I'm not chicken like you, Dylan. I'm willing to give a score prediction. I was just fairly prediction. warned this, this You're just week scared, the, man. Come I mean, on. Yes, this is obvious. I've said this. Orange County fans will be happy. Hopefully I continue my playoff streak on this. I predict 2-0 Orange County over Reno 1868 FC. 2-0 because Andre Walls is going to stop all the balls in this game. Um, so at, at, at this point, we're going to have to probably close up shop here, but I do want to give Cameron and Dylan a last chance just to say whatever they want to say. It could be about this game. It could be anything random. And also, uh, Cameron, let our folks know where they can uh, find you. Um, big shout out to the Reno fans out here today. You know, you know, you got to find something to do when there's no snow, so you got to travel down here because nothing else to do in Reno. But um, you can find me at Twitter on at what, at what Cameron said. Instagram, uh, simply known as Cam. Those are my plugs, journal plugs, and, you know, go county. There is something to do in Reno, and it gets Dylan really excited, and that's go and buy eggnog that is pumpkin-spiced flavor. I'm, I'm scared that I mention it because I'm afraid my stuff's going to, like, get knocked off this table. It was only my mic, so I'll just, like, throw it through the window behind me or there something. There you go. Uh, this is Dylan. Dylan, do you have any last uh, thoughts, last thing to say to our fans? I'll just kind of echo what Cameron said. Shout out to you Reno fans who made it down here. Um, it's not an easy trip to make, and the holidays are coming up, so, you know, whatever. The USL is a great league. The fans are great. There's so much camaraderie, oh, yes. there's, there's so much camaraderie right now. 
Much respect to Reno fans for being here. Yeah, I love it's, you guys for coming down. Yeah, but uh, in much, much, much appreciated. Sixty-two we'll get, minutes when we'll kickoff give you a happens, round of I hate you. <laughs> in complete honesty. I, I got to do this, and we'll see if they'll make the right here. But Landon or Keen, if you want to come on up here now, is your chance to do so. Uh, Landon is my son who every single week that we record, Dylan and I record in separate locations, but they always want to come down and they want to hear what we have to say or see what I'm doing on this. And they've always wanted to come onto the podcast, I think, but now they're scared now that they're in front of a bunch of people. Landon Keying, your chance to do it if you want to come on out here and say hi. Yes, no, yes, five. Uh, he says that. Yeah. He's maybe. He's, he's like, maybe. Eh, I'm going to skip out on that. Now that the spotlight is on here, he's like, he was like coming up all while we're getting prepped to wanting to come on here, but now, yeah, we're there. Yeah. But uh, w- what I want to say, I-, I have to echo these guys. Congratulate or great job from the Reno fans for making the trip down there. Uh, Dylan has made trips on some of the uh, matches this season. Uh, and he knows what Other it's like. Other people have, too. Other people Other have. Tom, a bunch, well, of, Tom, a bunch of CLD a, on. Ooh, we got some mics going crazy. But I'm not saying no one else has, but I'm just saying you're part of our podcast. You've made some of these trips. So you know what it's like to have to travel, make the drive. Tom's done it as really well. Really annoying. You get to drive with him, and he gets to drive with you. Who's the more annoying person when you're driving? <laughs> We're in a nice sterile. We're the <laughs> same. Okay. All right. So I want to give everyone a chance to, to finish up here, uh, head on over to the stadium. Again, for those of you that are here that have no idea who we are, we're talking about Orange County Soccer Club. They're playing a match in just under an hour over at the Great Park. Uh, they're going to take on Reno 1868 FC. So if you have nothing going on on a Saturday night, head on over to the stadium. Uh, and I want to thank those of you that have listened to us. We're going to be releasing this in podcast form immediately after we're done recording here. I'm going to do a quick edit. I'm going to send it on out. So you'll be able to go on to SoundCloud or something like that uh, and listen to what this is. So if you didn't get to hear the whole thing, go over there and listen. Uh, Andy will listen at some point and comment like 20 million comments in there. Uh, I want to thank everyone that came out. I want to thank all the fans that are listening. For Cameron here of LA Soccer Nation, for Dylan here of the Orange Black Soccer Cast, we got Landon here, finally made it up here. Landon, what do you have to say? Go Orange County. He said go Orange County. Yes. You want to say Take it? that, Reno. Go Orange County. <laughs> we have another go Orange County, so take that, Reno. We got, we got these, these little guys back here cheering for Orange County. So for Cameron, for Dylan, I am Ray of the Orange Black Soccer Cast, and we are out. I love Reno 911. I love Reno 911. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Great show. Great show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've ended our live broadcast. I want to thank all of you for hanging out with us, being interactive with us. And, uh, you know, make sure you head out over the stadium. Have a great time at the match.